Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, I am joined by Brandon Bishop and Chris Bowman. If you are a fan of the show, even if this is your first time tuning in, I ask that you please send some referrals the way of my sponsors. The title sponsor of the show is Louisville Combat Academy, located at 7908 Beulah Church Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40228. They have a great MMA program, but also, even if you aren't planning on fighting in the cage, they have a great jiu-jitsu program for adults, female-friendly classes, and a great kids program also. Check out Louisville Combat Academy. Heidi Solars Coots. Heidi is a licensed clinical social worker and licensed clinical alcohol and drug counselor, specializing in treating anxiety, depression, trauma, and addiction with a mindful and holistic approach. Heidi is actually my mother, and I can attest she is a saint. Call her at 502-457-1823. Virtual and telephonic appointments are available anywhere in the United States. Veercast Digital Media. Veercast Digital Media at veercast.com. Matt McCarthy runs Veercast, and he is also the producer for The Kelly Patrick Show. They do video production, aerial drone photography, web design, and podcast production. Contact them at info at veercast.com to start your own video show or podcast. Also, my health insurance practice, Benefits Analysis Corporation. Based in Troy, Ohio, I work from my Louisville, Kentucky office. I can help anyone in the United States with their health insurance needs. I'm an independent broker for health insurance solutions for individuals, families, Medicare-eligible individuals, and also groups. I can also write life insurance, and long-term care. If you want to support the podcast, please send me some referrals. 502-386-0978. Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, I am joined by, I believe, the most commonly recurring guest in the history of the podcast, Brandon Bishop. Brandon, how are you, sir? I'm all right. Welcome back. Um, and then for the first time, uh, we get to chat with Chris Bowman. Chris, how are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Doing very well. I appreciate you coming on. Um, the podcast has taken some interesting turns where, you know, we cover different shit. But when it started in 2017, it was originally about really like the local MMA scene and combat sports, really. And um, so it's like Louisville-based. And for the most part, I eventually, it seems get to chatting with a lot of the people within this little circle, and you're certainly a part of that circle. Yeah, I appreciate you being on, having me on here and be able to talk to you guys, hang out with Brandon. I've known Brandon a long time, so get to hang out and talk with you guys a little bit, so I'm excited about it. Um, if it's all right, could you, and Brandon, you chime in with any type of additions, but Chris, could you introduce yourself to the Kelly Patrick Show audience? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Chris Bowman, a uh, local business owner. I started back in... Uh, MMA in 2002, uh, wrestled all the way through high school and college. What, what high school? I uh, went to Moore High School. Okay. What, what uh, college? Cumberland College. Okay. So, well, then it was Cumberland College. Now it's University of the Cumberlands. But Okay. Uh, this was many, many moons ago. Uh, it was C Cumberland College then. So, I uh, wrestled through high school and college, got out, 
got into a little bit of trouble with the law and uh let's hear about that now we're good on that (laughs) we are good on that i was just talking before we started recording about how i don't say anything incriminating about myself on air yeah but as the host i mean if others want to (laughs) i'll pass on that no fair fair i would too so then i uh started training try to keep myself out of trouble a little bit and um trained for a long time in traditional japanese martial arts and then MMA stuff as well, but with the traditional stuff, we focused on a lot of Nawaza, a lot of groundwork. Um, but then transitioned that into MMA and fought for a long time, trained for a long time, messed up my neck real bad. Um, what happened to your neck? Twisted the wrong way, and now I have a. It's a condition called occipital neuralgia. It's a nerve um, that runs to this the occipital nerve, um, but it's basically pinched. So I haven't gone to go get the surgery, so I suffered through it. Damn. Because um, I run a lands- I don't know, lawn and landscape business, so it's like major downtime to have the surgery, and I haven't been able to do it. So how many MMA? So, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. How many MMA fights did you have? Six. Okay, amateur. Yes. Okay. What was your record? Five and one. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. So my only loss was uh, Tyler Davis. If you're watching this, we can still run it back to this day. How did, Ooh, how, how, did okay. he, how did he beat you? And it was stopped due to a cut. And uh, can yeah, you pull so. it up? Can you pull it up? Yeah. No, that one's not on there. Oh, it's that not. Was, that was a Viper Fight League fight. When oh, inside the OVW. Yep. And none of those. I can't find any of them out there. They did record them, but I just don't know where you yeah, could find there them. There was a disc, um, and I had the disc, and I let uh, old training partner borrow it. And his dog chewed it up. Seriously, yeah. Kelly, please could you keep your nutsack away from the microphone? <laughs> I do need it's, to adjust. That. It's rustling quite a bit, and right. uh, we can hear it on the mic. So you lost your one your one loss in your amateur career was via doctor stoppage. Yeah, that's kind of bittersweet, right? That's I, I I've tried to make this case to Ben Fowler because for a while his only loss now he's lost a couple times, but was to uh, Peyton Hughes via doctor stoppage, and I was there for that. And I remember being so invested in watching it, and I was like, how fucking anticlimactic. Like, does he really feel like he won? Like, you know what I mean? That's, right. that's a different win-loss type thing. Yeah. And, like, in that one, we both had our moments. Uh, he might have won the first round. Second round, I was definitely getting the better. Like, he could barely stand up. I was tired, too. But I could, he was barely standing up, and I was unloading on him when the doctor stopped. That sucks. To check the cut. So, man. Yeah, that one sucked. I lost that one. Uh, how, how did you win your five fights? Uh, there was two rear naked chokes and two stoppages due to unanswered strikes. And then the other one, I don't even remember the other one. Decision, wrestle, no, fucked no, no, him? No, no, no. I didn't, I didn't have any decisions. I never had a decision. It might have been just three stoppages due to unanswered strikes and then two rear naked chokes. So. Okay. Nice. Yeah, and then I uh, judged for the state for a long time, too. For, I guess, about five or six years, I was a judge and mm-hmm. judged a whole lot of local events. You judged a couple of mine, didn't you? I judged a couple of yours. Yep. Your infamous uh, falling out of the cage. Fight. You were a judge yep. for that? I was a judge for that. Wow. For that in there that night. Um, what years did you judge, approximately? Uh, it would have been 2000... Nine, yeah, right after right after the commission came in. So they came in in what two thousand eight, 
Yeah. So it was like 2009 until maybe 2014 or so. Okay. You know, I actually judged for a couple years, approximately 2014 and 2015. Okay. I forget how many events I did, but uh, there's a picture of one of Hacker's fights. And I was, there's, you know, I met the judge, I'm one of the judges right there. So. Yeah, it was, it was fun. I got to go to a lot of local events like the uh, AAMMA events up in Florence and up in that area. The uh, Turf Wars events that Carrie Shaw and them used to put on. Those were some tremendous events. Um, Jamie Evans and Amy Evans used to put on a pretty good promotion. There was a, um, God, what is his name? He used to run Kentucky MMA. Uh, he was around forever at all the shows down south. You fought for They him. wrote a book about him. No, I can't think of his name. He ran like the Kentucky, the, like the longest running. Osborne? No, 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 no. no. Uh, he had some good shows too, though. Yeah. I remember uh, Turf Wars. His, like his were a lot in Indiana. Kentucky Fight though. Channel. Kentucky Fighting was, Championship. Yeah, Championship. Yeah, there was a, what was that guy's name? There was two Osbournes, right? There were brothers. Yeah, it wasn't him, though. Oh. It was the old guy. Anyways, that's... But the, yeah, so the I, Turf Wars I remember was ran by Rod Housley. Yeah, they were business partners. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they ran Vision together. One had Vision Dayton, one had Vision Cincinnati. Oh, okay. oh I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. So they had some good fighters. They were a really solid team. I mean, they had back then Chris Curtis and Slaughterhouse Smith, and um, they had some really good fighters during that time. Mark yeah. Harden, they had some tough fighters. Yeah. Really good gym. Yep, yep. So then, yeah, after the, the injury, I got into stand-up comedy. That replaced my adrenaline rush. So now I'm a stand-up comedian, an artist, and business owner. You say and artist. What what type of art? I do all kinds of art. I do uh, paintings. I do Now I do um, custom shoes for – I have a pretty select clientele base for shoes and do custom shoes for interesting music groups. and. How could someone check that stuff out? Instagram, Chris Bowman, FCC. Look me up on there. Okay. The FCC stands for Full Circle Comedy. I'm not censoring what anybody's saying. <laughs> so. Um, that's funny. Did you choose? No, okay. That, that'd be funny to choose an acronym like that. Like, um, you know, FCC is a good one. Yeah. And just have it stand for some other shit. Yeah. People are like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, it's like when I was a kid and I used to get stuff from the WWF in the mail and I was like, yes. (laughs) And it was what? World Wildlife Foundation. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to adopt a panda or some shit. Yeah. (laughs) They almost got me too, man. If they would have put Hulk on there, I would have done it. For just 37 cents a day. (laughs) You too can send a panda to school. You too can sponsor a recovering 80s wrestler. Um, so how long have you been doing stand-up comedy? Uh, about five years, really hardcore. So that's been tremendous fun. Friend of the Kelly Patrick show, uh, Avery Razor. Yeah. Uh, he's a good friend. I went on a little headlining tour and took him along as my feature. Avery's good. Yeah, he's a good dude. So. Right. He's, like, funny. Yeah, yeah. Like, I would imagine he his material works even on the road. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah. uh. He almost got us killed a couple times because of his <laughs> obsession with the Real Housewives of Atlanta. But uh, I still love the guy, though. Uh, but, yeah, he's he's awesome. So he, he went on the road with me for a little while. We did a bunch of out-of-state work. and uh, It's been fun, man. I, I love the comedy stuff. So That's awesome. Yeah, we were actually participants on 
uh, Big Brother. Were you on everything, Big Brother, or were you just in the page? One season I, wa- I played. Okay, I, I did came too. In third yeah. place. Jamel carried me along and then fucked me. Completely <laughs> fucked me. Yeah. Jamel was fucking lying to me the whole time. Yeah, that's how that's how they got me Complete too. Paul got me. Yeah. Paul lied to you like that. Oh yeah, that's how they got me. They I can't. E- I can't even blame him. Like obviously we're competing against each other. I don't know why the fuck I was just bastards. <laughs> Like, I, I love Jamel, and that's why he wins. People are like, oh, yeah, Jamel. I love, even if you're fucking me over, I'll just go with it. <laughs> Jamel's good. Would you let Jamel fuck you? Depends. No, I don't even know Jamel, but no. no. I'm going no. Well, yeah, Kelly had to think without about it, even having seen, Without yeah, even having it? seen him, you wouldn't? You know? Yeah, absolutely. You got to check. He's incredibly handsome. You don't know Jamel, though, seriously? Very I don't smooth. think so. I may know him, but. Jamel Muhammad uh, fought. His resume is All-State wrestler in, at a Lexington High School. And then he went like 9-0 amateur. Started out, I think, 4-0 pro, and then he's dropped a couple. Yeah. So, good pro, you know. And I may, yeah. I may know him from fights. and maybe Even after that resume still? Yeah, I don't know. See, this is why the West Virginia Ninja left the group right here. This, this just get gay. <laughs> yeah, and I probably know, may not even know him if I've seen him, but... Once I walk, I had to just walk away from it completely or yeah, like I still want to roll and it'll make things worse. You know what I mean? Like I can't go. I'm not one of those guys that can go and. What about hitting a bag or something? You could probably I do. still hit the bag. Oh, and, do you? Yeah. Okay. But I, I've always thought minimally you could probably do that. Yeah. And, I've, and I've gone degree. a couple times here and there because I used to train at Chris Griffin's gym forever. I taught his kids classes for a couple years and. I mean, he was my coach for a long time. Cornered him in a bunch of his pro fights. Um, so I was still at the gym a whole bunch, but I just can't. I have, I have trouble. He's munching on some nuts, guys. That's what we're doing right now. Quit it with the gay stuff, guys, please. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I just yeah, I can't get in and compete. And, like, it makes me want to compete. I'm too competitive. So Chris Griffin's pretty fucking funny. I love Chris. He's one of the funniest dudes ever. What turned out to be my last fight, I have a picture where we're, like, getting ready to walk out the door to the cage. And he's like, he hands the phone to Josh Dominguez. I don't know if you know Josh Dominguez. Mm-hmm. Hands him the phone. He's like, we're taking a stupid picture. And, like, music's playing. And, like, we have to stop and, like, take this dumb picture. Like, Josh takes his – so it's like my moments before my final fight is, like, me and Chris making just this goofy you, ass. You won picture. that fight? Yeah. Okay. So That's funny. Um, I forget the shit he had said. I did an episode with him and his wife. Oh, yeah. You know, just the yeah. three of us sitting there. I was recording downstairs at the time, and he would make comments in the episode like, hey, uh, you know, basically he's saying like, are you trying to fuck my wife? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I forget the exact context, but he was casually sliding that type shit in there pretty good, and I was like, this is, this is good material. <laughs> Yeah. Did it sound like he wanted you to or didn't want you to? <laughs> yeah. It, it kind of like, uh, you know, well, you know, whatever, man. Yeah. He, he, he's let's, seen, let's, see how, let's see how this goes. I've had know? him and Oling on a couple times. I told him I wanted to have him back on again soon. That dude's uh, tough. He is, man. Yeah. Clearly. He's getting ready to go pro. He's got a nice matchup with that guy from uh, Cincinnati. Um, fuck. The guy who beat Bryant Haynes, beat Stephen Wagner twice. Oh, Will um, Baker. Will Baker yep. from uh, Club MMA in Cincinnati. Yep. He's a beast. He's going to fight Oling. So that'll be a heck of a matchup. But Oling, people keep writing him off. 
And then he just fucking goes out there and just stops people in the first round. Like He's so long. Yeah. Like, his reach is so crazy. Uh, he's fun to watch, though. He's an exciting fighter. A really interesting style. Yeah. Like, his t- his, I've sparred with him, and I'm not any good at all. But, like, you know, doing MMA, I'm thinking, like, I got to fucking grab this guy and get him down. That's my whole goal. But, like, his takedown defense is just to back up and just punch you in the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And it's like, I... Get a close if he distance, were going man. nuts with these punches, be over quick. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's interesting. MMA is so fucking cool because you can have so many different styles and be fucking really good. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's a, a There's a there's the thing, you know, thing. back in the day, it was really specialist. Like, I met... Brandon in maybe 2005 or so, yep. first time we punched each other in the face. This was yep. this was maybe even before like the Douglas Center days. No, that was right there, right, right then. Right then, the yep. same kind of time yep. when Louisville MMA was had Gavin as their yep. grappling coach, and um, we we were punching each other in the face then. And then you really had like stylist, you know, like it wasn't so. Mixed martial arts wasn't a style in and of itself at that time. You know, everybody was a specialist in something, and the ones that excelled did have a background in several different things. Uh, but the sports definitely evolved. I mean, from back then to now, I mean, shit, we used to throw down in the back of Wicks pizza. Oh, yeah. In a the cage in the back of Wicks. Yeah. Uh, Do you ever experience that one? I did not. Nope. Yep. There's a it lot the of Wicked the early gone. stuff that I mixed, missed out on. Yeah, yeah, the Wiktagon. It was in the back of a pizza place. So you'd have families eating pizza, and there would be like these blood baths inside the cage. Like, yeah. you could sign up night of. Yep. Um, cage fighting's like the least presentable thing that is actually presentable to like a random person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, it worked. Like, yeah. like I, I, when I was doing the commentary, I, I'm in a BNI network. So I'm a health insurance agent, so I'd stand uh, you're up. One of those fucking guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I stand up each week and give a commercial. And one of the times, a 45 second commercial. You know, I'm a health insurance agent. I can help you with this, this, and this. I'm looking for these referrals. And before, it's like 30 professionals. And I was like, as a hobby, I like to uh, commentate for a local MMA promotion for cage fighting. And so if you guys have any questions about cage fighting, let me know. And I, I remember just thinking, like, these people don't think this is funny. And it just sounds so fucking, like, very brutal. Even old-fashioned, <laughs> like, men. Like, that does not sound appealing to a lot of the population. I've been to a couple B&I meetings. I know what that demographic's like. Yeah, that's, yeah It's not the place to crowd. crack, crack yeah. that type of a joke. Gotta, but, read, gotta read the room. But I still do crack some jokes. And I'm still a member. I've been a member about six years. Got a couple guys, uh, and there's an attorney, shout out Mark Mueller with Alex R. White, uh, attorney, personal injury law. Mark is an MMA fan. He, you know, cracks some, some jokes, he'll, he'll fucking laugh, you know. Yeah. I got a couple, a couple people out there, you know, and that's enough to, you know, keep, keep you dicking around. Over a turkey sandwich at a country club at two in the afternoon. That's it's what great. it is, yeah. exactly yeah, what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it does help me though, it's worth my time. I get enough health insurance referrals to where it's. It's worth it. I sat through a few. I used to have to go. I used to work at a bank. Mm. I used to have to go as part of the bank. And What did you do for the business. bank? I worked in post-closing for loans, um, some modifications, extensions, adjustments. Please, Kelly, we can hear you now. Banks, banks fucking suck. <laughs> it's ter- it was Chris, a terrible life. Agreed? Yeah, it was a terrible life. 
I worked in banks uh, 2009 through 2014. Least enjoyable place to work ever that I know of. A bunch of fat old women sitting around judging you, judging every it's fucking thing. very sexist. That's very sexist. Ju- yeah, and anti-fat people too, please. Yes. Don't oh, sell yeah. me short. Thank Sizes you. Too. Yes. Thank you. Body uh, shaming. A bunch of fat old bitches, is that better? Ooh. Yes. Okay, thank you. <laughs> it's more acceptable in my book. Thank you, thank you. And they're they're like, you don't know how to... They've been doing this shit for like 30 fucking years. And I'm new. I'm like a college student. I was a teller when I started, actually in 2006, trying to do shit. You know, I also... Bank, in, throw them under the bus all the way. PNC over. Bank in Middletown. All right. Um, and, you know, I'm trying to learn how to do shit. They've been doing it 30 years. I'm brand new. You know, just because you know how to do this shit better than me doesn't mean you're fucking smarter than me. Just because you know how to count, Catherine. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's a whole thing, and I'm sure that applies to other professions where people are like, no, you do this, this, and this. I'm like, bitch, fuck you. I will throw you down on the ground. Ooh. Oh, wow. Now we're. Yeah, yeah, well, it wouldn't be spousal abuse, but that's... No, yeah, I would not do that to What was wife, worse? But a random woman in a bank? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Fuck them fat old judgy bitches, right? Yeah, thank you. I went from the bank to um, doing financial planning, running financial planning offices at a couple local universities. Wow, I also did that type of stuff. And that was, the, that was worse than the banks. Mm. Like, financial planning at colleges was worse than the banks, so... You say financial planning, what do you mean? Uh, helping students secure loans. So you were the guy that everybody's yeah. mad oh, about no, now, already, predatory loans. And- no, they've already taken these loans back. Like, these were government <laughs> loans. They already got their shit from these people. That was so long ago, they got it all now. That sucked pretty bad. Oh, it was terrible. I hated it. I, I was quit, ma- and I quit and started my own company. I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing this. I went back to landscaping. I left the field completely. I was married in 2000... Um, 2008 to 2015 legally, but in about 2014, I was working in a bank, didn't even consult my wife, I had two kids, thinking to myself, this shit fucking sucks, you know, it's miserable, it's like, I don't think I really even, like, like anything right now, like, fuck this, so I just quit without even consulting my wife, she was not happy, (laughs) just one day, I was just like, you know, I'm out of here. That office space moment. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, fuck this. You know, I'll, I'll do whatever the fuck I want. And um, went right and got a job waiting tables immediately. The next, literally the day I quit was waiting tables the next day. So I was like, fuck this, I'll do this. You know. Yeah, so- I knew how to do that. That's not, I mean, it's not great. But you're not fucking miserable. Does that make sense, Brandon? Can you relate to that? You ever had a shitty job? What's the shittiest job Brandon Bishop's ever had? <sighs> All of my jobs have been shitty in one way or another. This is the like the one I've got now is like the best one I've ever had, so I can't complain oh, too much. Oh, sure, but, yeah. But, uh, Kissing, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Kissing I'm the sure it is, yeah. yeah. You worked at that adult bookstore that one time. Did you really? Oh, for a long time, yeah. yeah. No, he's making shit up. He <laughs> uh, <laughs> always said that was his worst job, you know what I mean? I don't know. I'd say MMA Where probably. People have to go in the back room. Hey, I'm going to go pound one off to oh, yeah, video. He had, to, he, had to, he had to mop at the end of the <laughs> yeah. day. He'd be like, hey, you got five minutes left. You know, there's stores like that. People just go in. Oh, there's a theater back there. And people just go in there and just jacking off in Louisville. That's You've never done that? Work. That's what I'm talking about. Like, Tom Matt Kelly. 
sorry, Brandon, I interrupted you. Oh no, that's a, that's a, I was just gonna throw you under the bus there somehow, but it's already got to it. Say MMA was your worst job? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I loved it and hated it. You know, it was one of those things where it's like the thrill of the of the fight was amazing and something that I'll probably not get to top again unless I fight again. You know what I mean? But. Uh, at the same time, man, it was a lot of work for very little pay and a lot of risk. And there were times where it just, it was not worth it. You know, I broke my hand in one fight. Although I got paid for it, I had to turn around and pay to fix my hand and then was off work for six weeks because I had an injury. So, you know, started making me wonder whether I wanted to continue to do it or not. So, yeah, that job was fun and it sucked real bad, especially when you lose. Yeah. That's one of those cases, too, winning them. Like you uh, win the battle but lose the war. Yeah. Like you might get the dub, but oh, I won the fight. Yeah. Yeah. I won the fight, but it didn't matter. That or, dude at the, I fought a guy at Hard Rock. Forty-eight, maybe I don't know. Uh, we fought at the Adair County Fair, so Hard Rock calls me on like a Monday, and he's like, "Yo, we got a fight on Wednesday <laughs> at the Adair County Fair. I <laughs> uh, see that Wednesday's your your birthday. Do you want to come fight for your birthday?" And I was like. Hell yes, right? Of like, why well, wouldn't I, right? It's yeah. my 30th birthday. So you know. took it with two days' notice. Oh, yeah. So supposed to be fighting this young. He told me the dude was like 18, whatever, no experience, whatever, just a rough and tumble, corn-fed, corn-fed white boy that wanted to fight. So I'm like, all right, let's do it. That sounds like fun, actually. Well. Would you do it? I don't know. You, you know. That's a different conversation. <laughs> Honestly, part of me thinks maybe if I, it was like just some random kid who had never trained it, is that what never trained anything? This is kind of the way it was told to me. So. Okay. In it, in hindsight, you think that was the case? Well, this was back in the day where people signed up for fights and didn't show up. Like okay. This was the, so of course I get there and it's not the opponent that I'm supposed to have. Mm. So this dude is grown ass man that is. I was told he was a black sash in Kung Fu. Now, there are some legit Kung Fu practitioners. Chris Griffin is a black sash in Kung Fu. Okay. Okay. There are some legit ones. This dude, I don't think he was. But he was also a correctional officer, so he did have some kind of background in hand-to-hand stuff at least. So, anyways, we fight starts. Uh, I, like, faked a low kick and hit him with a right hand, I think. So we circle off. Are you orthodox? Yeah. So I, I circle off. Then I fake the right hand, get his guard to come up, and I shoot the double leg. So I carry him across the cage, slam him down, land inside control. And the second we land, he starts, like, clawing at my eyes. Right? Oh, fuck. Like, Hard Rock was the ref this night. So it was hot as shit. So let me – all right, so this is in July. Fight started, like, four hours late because it was so hot in the middle of July that the commission wouldn't let them start because the heat was too, like it was too hot outside. So we get, it's late. It's late as shit. It's like 1030. We're on like the second fight of the night or some shit on a Wednesday night. Jesus. In the middle of a horse track. To be fair, probably not many people there. That was quite a few. Really? Okay. Yeah, it actually, okay. Because it was the main event of the Adair County Fair. So it was a bunch of people night, who weren't know? real familiar with MMA. Yeah, a whole bunch of kick his ass sea bass. And that's that cool. Kinda, Hit him with your purse. That's you cool. Know, that though. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. Neat. Grab his Neat. dick and twist yeah, it. Yeah, that kind of shit. Kiss him. So the dude starts fucking just clawing at my eyes. And uh, it, there's in the video, you can actually hear me yelling, like, quit poking me in the eyes, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and like, so... 
Anyways, right before that, because it was short notice, I hadn't given my music to the DJ. So right before the fight, they're like, hey, we need something to play. So I tell my corner man, Josh Angel, just go grab me something out of the car. I don't care what you grab. So he brought out uh, Cypress Hills Insane in the Brain, right? So <laughs> now dude is clawing my eyes. I'm freaking out. So I hop over to full mount, and I posture up. I hit him a couple times, I think. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't even remember. I hit him a couple times, I think. Then I'm like, let me see if I if I give him a little space, if he'll just turn over and give me his back. So I give him a little space, and sure enough, he flops right over, sinking in the rear naked choking. I choked the shit out of him. So I jump up, and I am mad as shit. Now, at the same time, I'm still judging for the state as well, right? So I jump up, and I go ballistic because my eyes are bleeding. Like, he got me good in both eyes, right? So my eyes are bleeding. I jump up, I'm going ballistic. The whole time now, my music is playing. So it's like, insane in the brain. And I'm in the like, motherfucker, I'll, I'll fucking kill you. And I'm just going ballistic. So Angela, remember Angela yeah. from the commission? Yep. She, she comes running around and she's screaming at me to be professional. There's kids. And I'm like, look at my fucking eyes. My fucking eyes are bleeding. And the whole time in the background, it's like, insane in the brain. <laughs> like, insane. Got no. And I'm like, I'll fucking kill you motherfucker and it's all like, on video oh yeah that was that one's out there somewhere uh so yeah that was uh but that was one where i won that fight and it was really quick only like 30 seconds or something but i had to go get shots in my eyes for like 10 straight days to keep my eyes from getting infected shots Jeez. in your shots. eyes so they put this thing on to hold your eyes open and then they like give you a shot in your eye uh, that's insane yeah antibiotics to keep the his fingernails are so dirty. In like, the membrane? Like is it insane. In the membrane. In the membrane. Of yeah. Your eye. yeah, right. In okay. the membrane. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> was that a I try, I went with the joke and you know. Yeah, yeah it, it, it didn't the work best. out. So, hey, listen, they don't all they don't <laughs> all work good. out. That was a good callback. Yeah. Any corny little joke's good. Yeah, that was you a think great so? callback. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. For the most part, I mean if you had a stand up set that you were trying to compete with or something. Maybe polish it, yeah, Chris. Yeah, I'd practice it. Yeah, and but then I mean, throw it away. The... But that was it was good. Though. <laughs> practice it <laughs> and then fucking throw it away. Pretend yeah. it never happened. Do, yeah. do you guys ever do any like uh, any battles, roast battles? Yeah, yeah. Can you do me a favor? <laughs> roast me and roast Kelly right now. Can I'm you do that? Roast Kelly right now. Could you please? Because I'm... look, I tried to get people to do it on the internet. The worst they got him on was his hairline. I do have a, and that's that's like yeah, that's low hanging fruit. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean that's that's yeah. a gimme. Actually, actually it's pretty... not low hanging anywhere. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there's one. Yeah, there's one. Yeah, no, we're not doing that. This guy was gracious enough to have me on his podcast. What if he was? What if Chris was like, you know what? I'm happy you said that. Yeah, just Just been waiting. (laughs) Ripped into like a twenty, thirty minute. Oh, it'd be one. Like, yeah, damn, man, you have a lot of pent up anger toward me. (laughs) I thought you were gonna say like facilitate a battle between you two. No, 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 no. I was just hoping you'd roast him because we need a professional to do this, right? We could do like we could do a a celebrity roast battle. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, I would joke on him about, like, how hairy his legs are. I've got pretty hairy legs. And yeah. the fact that he always wears flip-flops. I do wear flip-flops a lot. Just got back from hot yoga. Look how I short was, his shorts are. Yeah. I was going to say he I looks got like a guy short. that does hot yoga. I just did a hot yoga. I did two hot yoga classes today. I'm curious how many rollers it takes to get your arm hair that curly. Like, <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> I'm pretty fucking hairy. I am relatively pretty hairy. 
Oh, look yeah, at that. Look, you know, yeah. I'm pretty fucking angry. We're, we're going to get some Facebook yeah, violations for yeah. nudity. That is quite the man pelt. Animal cruelty. I used to trim it, arms, chest, everything. Not not like shave it, but, you know, trim it, keep it under control. But my yep. wife, like, prefers it to be longer. Oh, kind of a, okay. such a pussy that I go with whatever my wife says. What, what about your bush? You let it go? It's trimmed up. Oh, let's see. See, he's he's like ninety percent, you know. A less cuddly golden doodle, you know. What <laughs> it's I mean? like, like that's, that's what he looks it's like. like the opposite of a mullet. Just lets everything grow except for that, right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. If I really wanted to be consistent with the all natural thing, I should just let the bush go. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're gonna let it go, let it go. About that, yeah. I asked the wife about that. I'll make it very clear. You know, maybe I could do that, but <laughs> that didn't go both ways. Oh, I mean, that's just for me. She, you know. Gotcha. You like it clean shaven? <laughs> this is I don't evolved think, quickly. You know, in yoga, <laughs> in, hot, in, in hot yoga, in hot yoga, um, makes it more it's, aerodynamic. It's pretty common for some of the yogis, females, to just let their pits go. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of armpit hair in the yoga classes. Yeah. Very, yeah. very unattractive. Saw, saw some today. That's why it smells like sweat, patchouli, and <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what, what do you think of armpit hair on women? Uh, not interested. Not interested. I'll wait till she falls asleep. Shave her down. <laughs> okay. Bill Cosby. There's shave a lot her. of massage. <laughs> <in> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You say Bill Cosby? Bill Cosby, and then shave her down. Wow. Yeah, I'm. I'm not with that. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just that out there. Not with that. And PNC Bank, I love you. I'm looking for sponsors for a tour. So PNC Bank. <laughs> I love you guys. That's who you worked for? No, but I'm looking for sponsors. PNC <laughs> Bank. I've always loved you guys. Louisville's number one leader in banking. Or so, I don't know. Fuck it. Just making shit up. Yeah, now. you ain't giving me money, so fuck you. Probably. Really, yeah. PNC yeah. has the most locations at any bank, I think, in Louisville. They're the ones okay. I probably remember from the longest back. Yeah. Like they bought out National, National City, City in 2008. Yeah. I worked there yeah. at that yeah. time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Look at us with our bank history and shit. I know, right? <laughs> I think there used to be one in the Galleria while we're throwing those old school throwbacks. <laughs> oh, City. yeah, yeah, yeah. National City. Yeah, I don't even know. I'm just, yeah. I'm the Galleria is what 4th Street is now, right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. going to the Galleria Mall. What are some other good places in Louisville you guys remember that are no longer around? Caddies. Caddies. I don't know that place. Any place on Old Chip? No. It was like the, the hood hangout. That's where all the gangsters wear. Really? Like, oh, but see, I wasn't gangster until like, you know, uh, like 89, 90, something like that. You remember like the scene in like Goodfellas where like that, the cab stand was the spot. You oh, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was caddies to me, you know mm. what I mean? Like that was like, it's a place close to the house I always used to see. When I, was, when I was in high school, for some reason I got involved with the crowd that would go to Club X on the weekends. Oh, yeah, yeah. I may pacifier. have seen you there a time or two. Very wholesome crowd. Do you have a pacifier so you can buy crack your teeth? Me, I didn't, but others did. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Straight edge the whole time. I was Look explaining at, this to my, wi- uh, to my wife the other day. Is Club X? My description was it was basically like a bar, but I don't think they served alcohol. Uh, I don't know if they did or not. Because I got in there a lot when I was underage. Yeah, I did too. I don't too. remember having to have a fake ID. No, so but my, you had to have somebody twenty-one of, with you. I don't even think so because we were on high school. I was going there when I was like freshman in high school. Mm. Um, I we got fucking like like real crazy real early in high school, and um, 
They didn't serve alcohol, so kids could be in there, and they were open all like midnight until you know four, 4 p.m. Yeah, four. No, but I mean, you could be there later than that. Really? Mm-hmm. That was when we always went to Cherokee Park for the after parties. Yeah, at four a.m. At four a.m. Yeah, on a Sunday morning, so you get a real mixed crowd here in a couple hours when the sun comes up. You and I obviously didn't partake in any of the like illegal drug use. None of the shenanigans. Obviously, just but observe and dis- report. As, as it describes. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> but as a description, Brandon, for our listeners who don't know, Saint, uh, uh, Club X was on like 4th Street. Yep. What was going or on Main there? Street, Could you tell, there? What was going on there? So for the most part, um, what would happen is the the crowd from Connections, Connections would like close down around midnight. Mm, and that's and the everybody electric store. Yes, that's where you would get all your connection, connecting yeah. pieces. Yeah, for like electricians and plumbers and stuff. Yes. It's a local gay bar. Is it still open? Uh, it's something else now. I don't even know. I don't go down there. What I don't if, go what downtown. What if one of you guys was like, oh, yeah, I was there a couple of days ago? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was a really cool place, though. But I was at Connections about six years ago. How was and it? And I think they might have closed down since then. I think that's the only time I've ever been there. Mm. I went to a couple of drag shows there. Did you? Yeah. What was your name? Before I was married. <laughs> 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 I'd polish that one and throw it the fuck away. Oh. <laughs> Damn, okay, throwing the heat now. <laughs> no, when I worked at the bank before I was married, like a bunch of the ladies from the bank were all going, and like they made it a thing. Like Those old judgy bitches would go to the drag shows? I never said they were old judgy bitches. I said oh, that. that's right, Kelly did, that. that's right. I said that. Yep. I worked at Republic Bank, and they were like a Very nice, of, respectable yeah. ladies. Yes, very much How old? So. How old? Young. Oh. Yeah. That's where I met my wife, actually. Actually, okay. I met my wife at the bank. So. Very nice. Yeah. How long you been married? 16 years. Wow. Congratulations. Fif- 15 years. About to be 16. I didn't fuck that up. I'm just thinking ahead. Brandon, how long you been married? Uh, let's see. I always do it off of my daughter. So she's 13. That means we've been together for 15 years. Wow. Yep. Same amount. Yeah. Very Same cool. Time. Yep, that's how I do the math. I go, how old is she? Plus two. There we go. Okay, cool. Good. So you guys were, I was married in 2008. That's, when were you guys married? Let's 2007. See. Okay, so right about the same so, time. Yeah, somewhere in there, 2008, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Kind of corny to say, but it's admirable to stay married that, you know. This day and, and age, and yeah. It, yeah, right? I mean, it's it's uh, not super common, but there's a lot of long-term benefits for it. And especially to... To our wives, because we both we have done some crazy shit, and like, like we may be two of the like kings of like, you know what? I got a really bad idea. Like that sounds awesome. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like some of the shit that Brandon's done, and some of the shit that I've done, it feels like uh, they deserve some kind of congressional medal of honor or something. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely so. All right, this brings me around to the next thing. We haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> you know it. where we're going. Get back so, to gay stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Straight to it. Quick. Um, Leg hairs. Uh, so, um, <laughs> confronted me about something. I know, I know Avery and, uh, and Chris both, they do comedy and they invited me out one time to see some stuff. Yep. I'm, I'm going to let him finish, but I, I do have an interjection already. I'm already like objecting to where this line is going. He already so knows I'm, where it's going. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, Chris puts me on the spot, puts a microphone in my hand. I'm already like two vodkas in. That's how you did your stand-up. That's how I did it. Yeah, that was a good I was, set. I was, I had, well, this that the one you saw was the was second decent. one. Oh, okay. The first okay. one but was that's straight. What I mean, 
The first one was straight fucking set. trash. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was straight fucking trash. Like I had, I didn't have any material prepared. I'm out there like making racist jokes and like I don't know what to do. Oh, racist like, jokes. Yeah, yeah. The whole, I got whole the, yeah, set was racist. Did not work out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I went home and I, I wrote, uh, like I don't know if you want to call it a bit, but I wrote some stuff to say over a microphone to a group full of people. And uh, Chris decided he was going to make a deal with me that if I did three open mics, mm, then he I remember this deal. would you come told do me about that. armored combat. Oh, okay. Right? I do remember now. So I've done two sets so far, and I have enough material to do a third. Oh, shit. Okay. So it may be coming soon. Listen, so to everybody that thinks comedy is easy... Mm-hmm. This guy would rather fight people with fucking swords than come do five minutes of material on stage in a bar. That's true, because okay, we've like, had this deal for like three years now. Yes, I just want to throw that out there. That's how easy stand-up comedy is. He would rather fucking sword fight people with real swords yeah. than come talk in front of people for five minutes. Yeah, it's pretty rough. But right. I did I did get a thrill from it, though, man. Just like you said earlier, how you kind of exchanged your, your fight thrill for the, the comedy thrill. And I definitely felt that when I was up there, even though it was a small setting. The first time you had a thrill? Both times, yeah. Okay. Both times. So, you know, it's kind of played out like Joe Rogan talks about it. But there's a lot of correlation between MMA and comedy. You know, like the open mics, that's the drilling technique. Nobody likes to drill technique. Mm. Drilling technique sucks. It right. does. You want yeah. a live roll. You want right. to be on a show. You know what I mean? You don't want to drill technique. Drilling technique is the open mics where we go and practice new material, work on the timing, work on all that stuff. And then, like, the adrenaline rush of the night of, it's just you out there by yourself. You may have a team with you. You may have people working with you to, you know, help you refine jokes or whatever, but the night of when you're on the stage, it's just like being in the cage. It's just you. Nobody else can save you. You got to do it yourself at that moment. And you're liable to get punched in the face. And you're liable to get punched in the face. Yeah. Um, now, the good thing about comedy as opposed to MMA is there's no weight cutting. Drinking is encouraged. Okay. And uh, cardio is pretty much gone. So that's that's good. I like, I'm on board. Like, yeah. It's pretty great, actually. Yeah. Um, eat what I want real late at night, be fat as shit, and it's great. Like, it really, really is. And nobody's punching me in the face. I haven't been punched in the face in a long time, so. Oh, you need to. Yeah, I know. So that was your, what you were getting to, Brandon, was you're going to do one more? Yes. Okay. Yep. And then Chris will do armor combat. So he says. What's the likelihood he'll get, like, I mean, that shit, to be honest, in some ways is scarier than, like, MMA. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. I've seen some of the clips where you guys just were like, ba-boom. Like, that looks like it could, I don't know, do some serious damage. Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. Like, you guys need um, to go hard with them? We'll, we'll let them get used to it first. Who's the best person in competitive armored combat in the state of Kentucky? The best. Um, the, the most. The most. Seen that one dude in the Russian kit looks like a badass. Yeah, but like technically he's from Indiana, dude. though. Yeah. Okay, Sherman is pretty big. Sherman's, yeah, Sherman's probably pretty doesn't hurt. Not big. This dude I'm thinking of is pretty small. Yeah, he's about my size. Dakota is yeah. my size, but he's from Indiana. Who's Dakota? Is that Bell? Bell's brother? Uh, no, no, no. This is a guy that does just exclusively okay. armor combat. Okay. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's some really good guys, uh, but the Kentucky scene is pretty small. It's really just us in Lexington. So, um, they've you know, been doing this for so long. I don't want to go in 
and just like dominate and become yeah, that I, guy. I, I so get I'm a little that. scared. Like, this is brand that, that would thing. be my concern too. Like he Walk didn't up. go to comedy and start dominating. He went and bombed. You know, like <laughs> bombing is different when you have a fucking sword in your hand. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to go bomb. Like this is dire implications. So I know that's not going to happen. But I don't want. He's put his heart and soul into this. You don't you want know? to crush him. Yeah, you know. It like, is funny. I really appreciate that. I'm not going to name who it was, but I did a podcast within the past six months. Someone sat right here with me, and we were talking more political stuff. But he said, off air, but then also on air, that uh, he's never trained, and he doesn't know if he went and trained jujitsu if someone could submit him, if he'd be submitted at all. And I was trying to politely say, like, you, I might, I honestly don't know. He's not little. I might not be able to. But you can't really fucking say that, right? Then not do it. Yeah, right. Yeah, I can say that though. What's that? I can say it. I don't want to be the best, you know. I don't, you don't have, I don't have time in my life to be the best at something else, you know. Yeah, that's why I don't. That's why I'm sparing them, you know. Don't go do it. It only takes three minutes. <laughs> really. I, honestly, I know that like I would just get <laughs> fucking murdered. Right? So there's definitely skill to it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah there, there's definitely technique and skill. I've watched yeah. enough of it. I've been studying because I've had three years for somebody to pull up their panties and go do their third set. But Has it been three years? Yeah, it was pre-pandemic, I think. Wow, yeah. That yeah, sounds right. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll do the show. We'll see how long it takes you to suit up. Yeah. Every time I offer, there's something about, well, we don't have a kit here. Oh, we're on our way to a Glover to share a seminar. Seminar. Every seminar. time I get ready to go. Like last week, I was in my car on the way there to go sword fight his bitch ass. And you know what happens? He's on his way to a Glover to share a fucking seminar. What am I supposed to do? You I told him I mean? we'll, we'll be at the waterfront tomorrow. He said, oh, no, no, no. I, my I son's think got I've, football. I've got a, I've got a cake in the oven. football season starts tomorrow. Mm-hmm. What do you mean to you know? Mm-hmm. Sorry, right. I'm a good dad. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> Over here on his phone. What are you doing over there, Kelly? Nothing. Oh, okay. Just making sure. It's very (laughs) rude. Kelly is very unprofessional. Um, At first, he (laughs) told us. I did show up. He told us to be here at six. Correct. And then uh, messaged us and says, hey, look, I've got to be done a little bit early. Is there any way that we could do this around 530 or so? My legs legs have a hair appointment. Yes, he had to to perm his legs. And uh, then... Then he messages us again and says, you know what, guys, never mind. I'm sorry. Let's do six. And then shows up late for that. So, But I will say this. I originally said we could do six until seven, and like I had a heart out at seven. Mm. That's a pretty minimal podcast. Yeah. So I then got my son to his buddy's place. He's staying the night. My daughter, one of my daughters is uh, staying at her friend's house. My other daughter's downstairs. So my wife doesn't even get home from work now to 10. Got a couple things I should do, but... The way I did it, we, we've we got more time. All right. Congratulations, yeah. viewers. Yeah, you got a rundown of the babysitting situation, so that's there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I will. Honestly, I will go suit up. If they got a suit, I'll go do it because I trust Brandon to not kill me. That you wouldn't kill I mean? you. Like, yeah, I trust him to not do it. Like, let me go. Have and fun. Just, we'll film yeah. it. What if you just wham? Just, <laughs> yeah, we just go mop his ass. He doesn't know. Like, or I've you been just, either of you just years. go, or just I'm just saying, maybe him on you, or just like as hard as you can. You, I was, I was. You need to keep of, your 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 shield up. It, it just knocks you out. Yeah. I was that one of his fights? I saw his weakness. I found his Achilles heel already. What's that? 
I saw somebody Don't knock him it. out and take him out with stairs. one shot to this area. <laughs> Did you say Don't stairs? Say <laughs> yeah, so I've, I already know where the weak spot is, so I'm going for it now. Let's soul aim right there. Brandon, so. you've never been knocked out other than that, have you? Just the floor. That's it. I didn't. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. You've been knocked out by the earth. That was a fun night. Can we that talk was about a wild that night one. for sure, a second? Sure. Because that was not the only crazy event that happened that night. That's true. There were two. I cannot remember this idiot's name. He was an idiot, though. We could probably tell you. He was doing wild shit, right? Every fight, he was doing something. The commission was always on him. He was always suspended. And he decided to come out that night and crawl across the cage, kind of John Jones style. It was like the first time somebody had, like, John Jones had just done it kind of right before that. <laughs> I know and who that, it is. Give is me a minute. Chad? No, I know who it is. It's Chris, it's uh, Kurt, Brian Kerr. And Brian Kerr, um, I'll tell you in just a moment. Brian Kerr was the opponent. That was not who yeah. it was. No, I know. It was Brian Kerr is the one who kicked him in the I thought yeah. it was Chad yeah. Sermon. So Sermon. Sermon. Yes. Sermon. Sermon. Yeah, yeah. That was the same night. Okay, that I forgot that. That was the that. same yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he came crawling across the ring, and Brian Kerr just right off the bat, as soon as the fight Pow! Started, just head kicked him right in the face, like Iron Head Fujita style, like Pride Day. <laughs> fucking so, kicked him square in the face. So for those I'm just sitting there like, oh, <laughs> Shit, like, what do we do? And then the fucking... He lost. Yeah, oh, yeah. But, uh, so for our listeners who don't know, you're not allowed to uh, kick uh, uh, a downed opponent. So Chad Sermon was like, I'm super smart. I'm going to crawl at him. He won't... (laughs) Right? That's what it is, right? Yeah, like, I'm going to crawl at him. What can he do? What can he do? And and, um, in theory... In theory, that could work. No. Well... Legally, you, legally, what I mean is obviously not in a fight, but I mean in MMA. You I mean, could, if you I mean, if you're a jujitsu specialist, let's say, if you want to crawl around like a monkey and risk getting kicked in the face, then that's on you. You know, like obviously there are way better defensive move. stances to take in a fight. I'm not crawling across the ring at somebody to get kicked. Let's say it's like, like Ryan it's Hall or some shit like that. Like you want it on the ground. But he's going to pull guard and butt scoot. He ain't going to fucking crawl face forward into somebody that's trying to finish you. You know what I mean? Like knees, punches, whatever. Like, that was that was dumb. That was a wild night. Yeah. Uh, arguably the dumbest decision in the history of Kentucky MMA inside the cage. No, I don't even know about that. Who? What is? What takes that cake? I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I'd have to think about that one, but I don't know if that was the dumbest. They let a dude fight that had a glass eyeball forever. Who was that? Black dude? No, he was a short little white dude. He was really good. I can't think of his name. He fought for a long time. He and you think it's dumb to allow that? Yes. Absolutely. Michael Bisping? <laughs> yeah, he did for a while. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's dumb to let people do that. Okay. Um, I think it's just unsafe. But that might have even been before the commission. I know the commission did allow him to fight. He fought in the Viper Fight League, too. I saw him there when... Uh, it was a couple of weeks before my fight. I saw him there, so I know he fought there too. Chad Sermon got fucked up in somewhat similar style in the rematch too. Yeah, yeah, it happened twice. Yeah, and he caught him with like a a, a knee, I think, yeah. or a kick, I think. Different, of course. That he was like, it was not obviously the exact same thing, but he got fucked up, finished with a kick or a knee. Yeah, that dude was wild and idiot. There was a remember one dude, Orlando Smith. Yeah, I do. Why, dude? Dennis Swift's brother. He, I, I think he ended sometime. up going to prison for a long time. I'm not really? surprised. Yeah, yeah, I was at a couple of his fights. That dude came out would smoke cigarettes on the way to the cage, <laughs> and uh, he had 
Did he have tattoos on his face? Oh, yeah. He, yeah, had, the, yeah. he had the exact Mike Tyson tattoo on okay, his face. Okay, no. that's right. Yep, yep, yep. You don't remember that, dude? No. I do. I was at at least one of his fights. Do you remember Dennis Swift? Yeah. He ran like the Ring of Rage or something. Yeah. It was his brother or stepbrother wow. or something. So what, what's his name again? Orlando. Orlando Smith. I'd be curious to see what his record was. I was his oh, police fine. record. Both. No, he, he went Both, to prison actually. for a long time. Before or after these fights. After. <laughs> or both. All right, 7-9 and nine amateur MMA record. He's 44 now. Last fought in 2014. I saw him lose to Deion Spaulding. You know, okay, yeah, yeah, trained, we fought him. I trained with Deion Spaulding the other day. Yeah, Deion was on Louisville MMA, so we fought him. Yeah. I, I was at that. It's a white dude. He had the he had the exact Mike Tyson tattoo. Jeez, exact one. Now that dude th- was wild. He would do some wild shit. He gave up in a fight. He walked out the whole fight. He talked so much shit, and then they went out. The referee said fight, and he just tapped out, and then turned around and walked out of the cage. Yeah, lit a cigarette on the steps. Wow. That how'd might, he get one? Did he just pull it out of his cup? That might have. Uh, <laughs> Ben Sargent went and fought him at a. Uh, that was like, what? What is he? What is this matchup? I think Ben Sargent murdered him at a Ferguson show when they were doing the All American oh, yeah. stuff out in Shelbyville. Really? Think, uh, yeah, Ben Sargent beat him in 2010. Yeah, I was gonna say it was a while ago. Ben Sargent's entertaining. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he pisses people off and shit like that. But like he. He's super for like this show. I wish he'd come on more. He won't come on in person. I've interviewed him like twice over Zoom. But he's polarizing. That might have been the night he just tapped out. He might not have fought Ben Sargent. He might have just tapped as soon as the fight started. Really? It was one of the... I know he did it 100%, but... It'll show It'll show on there that he lost with zero time or, or three minutes remaining yeah, in the round Yeah, it doesn't show something. as much uh, from back then in 2010. Oh. Yeah. There, so there a lot more, of that shit's missing from back then. Yeah. So. Rob Mooney always reminds me that... Not to trust tapology. Now the, the the current stuff is like if an event happened a month ago, yeah, it's pretty good. Mine's fairly accurate throughout my whole career. There's a couple that they missed or gotten in the wrong column. Like it's got it's got me listed as losing a professional fight that really should have been in the amateur column. But you know whatever. Mine says a uh, tap due to strikes or something. But if you look, every finish from that night has the exact same. Oh. Uh, finish you know yeah and then some of them aren't even on there Hmm. Um, but old school you know how that goes i just searched for david smith arrest and apparently some david smith other david smith 38 years old was just arrested for some there's more than one david smith (laughs) that's hard to imagine isn't it that's weird but for some child born like oh yeah no i had found it could be him no, different age. Oh, okay. Different age. So that could be him. Not him. Because of the age. So Maybe um, he identifies as 38. There was some, and one of the other wildest nights ever as a judge as well was when uh, this dude, I can't remember his name, put on some fights at Waverly. At I do Waverly remember that, yeah. Uh, Josh DeWitt. Mm, yep. Josh yep. DeWitt put on some fights at Waverly. And those were the worst fights I've ever seen. In it my it went from like life. shout out to Josh Dewitt to no. Those were the, the that was promotion. the worst event I 100, ever encountered. A hundred percent, dude. I've been to 
I don't know, hundreds of events, and that was hands down, unquestionably the worst event I've ever been to. Hopefully, he's life. not tuning in. That, that doesn't sound it, like a good He just came in the room, me. actually. I'm going to tag him. Listen, it doesn't matter. If he, he was being he probably honest with himself, it. he would tell you that was. So they had this big, giant, like, start of a. It was outside. They wouldn't let him do it inside. It's outside. So they got this big, like, tent over the cage. But again, it's middle of the day and it's hot as shit. And it's in a gravel parking lot. So they had two by fours laid out for the fighters to walk so they could be barefoot because they got checked up in this like really high rise. Like it was probably like 10 foot off the ground, this concrete platform where they started building a building and then they never finished building it. So it had this giant concrete foundation. So that's where all the fighters was like the backstage area. And where they were getting checked in. And then they had a wooden two-by-four, like a plank, that they had to fucking teeter down to, like, once they started walking to the cage. And then they had two-by-fours laid out across the gravel. Nice. So, so nice. they had a bunch of fighters. They were looking out their out. fighters' feet. They were they were taking care of their fighters. Yeah. Can't have them walking on gravel. Dude, this was the most ridiculous shit you've ever seen. Like, somebody almost fell off the plank. <coughs> so then... <laughs> So they only had like uh, they had one paramedic, but they had somebody get damn near beat to death in like one of the first couple matches. So the paramedic had to like leave. Like the ref didn't stop it in time. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Joe Perry or something like that was the dude that won. So, anyways, he he wins. He beats the shit out of the dude. They have to take him to the hospital. And, like, damn. So that, now that fucks that changes the rest of the event. Because so this is like the first or second fight of the day. Okay. And then they have to stop. They don't have a paramedic. That's so what I mean. Yeah. So if you don't have the ambulance or whatever waiting by, you technically are not legally allowed to do another fight. Yeah. So it was like a three-hour delay. Okay. There you go. So in the meantime, the dude that's in the next fight, he leaves. Right? <laughs> he's like, fuck this shit. Like, while he's waiting, he gets like cold feet or whatever and leaves. So the dude that just beat the other dude damn near to death is like fuck it i'll fight again so they let him fight again wow that's kind of cr- kind of cool in a way yeah I mean, it's kind of badass of him to and then he beat the living shit out of somebody else he better have gotten laid that night he should have after that he should have just been able to walk around <laughs> chose whatever woman he wanted in the room and why do you assume it's a woman or man anyone yeah anyone, anyone in the room yeah <laughs> There were there were some really bad fights in that car though. That was like, it was the worst. You, you want to make sure you don't you don't put any positive spin on yeah, it. Yeah, there was none. I started to, none. I started to try to put a positive spin. Like no. this guy was a badass, and you're no, like, no, shut no, it down. no, no, no. There was nothing positive about that night. That dude, I think his name was his last name was Perry. I know that much for sure. I think it was Joe. So then the dude. I don't know. I want to say fucking refed or something after that, like later on that night. Like the same dude, like refed later on that night. People had no corners. One dude borrowed a cup. I'll never forget that. He was going around asking people if they had a cup he could borrow. It's like a, like the movie cup. Flubber where the same dude's in all the different positions. You'd be like, what the fuck, bro? Didn't I just see you over <laughs> yes, there? Man, the dude. <laughs> I swear to God it was the same kind of thing. He's reffing uh, his own fight and shit. Like, <laughs> is, is Will Myers in the Kelly Patrick group? Yeah, yeah. He'll pop uh, in every now and then on our live videos, too. Will Myers fought that night oh, God. at the Waverly Hills. So I'm sure he can attest 
Not a good card. How terrible that was. It was the worst event in MMA history, bro. Okay, MMA. We fought in the back of fucking pizza places. Like, and I'm telling you, this was worse. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's that's how crazy it was. Fought in a VFW. It was, like, awful. Well, I'm there. In E-Town? No, this one was uh, worse than that. This one was in, like, New Albany somewhere. And they had, like, it was for Eclectic Combat. And they had a ring that you fought in, like a boxing ring that we were fighting MMA in. And the ring stood up tall enough that you had to take like three or four steps to get up into it. So by the time you were standing in the ring, the ceiling fans were like within reach. You know what I mean? Like you could touch them. And so uh, that was not a real great venue. You could probably fit like 150 people in there, max capacity. You know what I mean? Like it was terrible. That's why Hard Rock, and all all jokes aside, we got to kind of give hard. You guys tell me if you agree or not. Got to give Hard Rock a shout out. Or got to give him credit because he at least is like, okay, well, we want our show to survive. So he's not retarded enough to do shit like that. Right? He's going to figure out the most basic way to fucking get by. Minimal cost here, minimal cost there. He's going to do what he needs to do for the the promotion to survive. Would you guys agree? Yeah, he's definitely evolved. I mean, there's been a huge evolution with. Like I went to that last two-day show that he did here in Louisville last month or whatever, and I was able to go one night. But just seeing the evolution. Um, he said I fought for him on a dirt track, in like one of the early hard rocks, like on a, the middle of a horse track on a Wednesday night. So <laughs> we got to see the evolution to the, you know. No, the B2 fighting series like, is pretty fucking legit. The fact that someone can be amateur MMA debut, hop in there, and then have like their YouTube video and all that high production value type shit. That's I, I would imagine an I can upgrade. Watch it at TV at, at home. You know, I can pull up B twos on TV now. Like, yeah, that's, that's crazy. You know, it's cool. Yeah, there was some stuff back in the day that you know Shooter Russell used to do, and got some stuff on public access. Yeah, kind of channels that you all used to do. And yep, he used to do some cool stuff. But that was it back in the day. You know. It was a long time ago where the only fights you have fights once a month and you go to a Hooters and watch them. Yeah. And then you get lucky, like when the IFL came around, they started televising some stuff and then, the you know, the ultimate fighter, obviously. But yeah. Uh, back in the day, it used to be a privilege if you got to watch some fights on TV. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if Kelly and I have ever talked about that on the show, but the, the show that Shooter Russell used to film with us and he would come to Hester's and film us training and all that stuff. I he think would follow somebody. Rock was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah Rock yeah, was there. Yeah. We had... Um, I think I've seen, maybe Ron watched Sparks. some of that maybe with you or somehow someone had me watch that stuff. Yeah, I didn't yeah. come about at all. Like, I had no idea what MMA even was until 2013. So you didn't uh, even know it was a sport? Or you I just, mean, like, I guess I, I, I remember going to a UFC event uh, in, like, 2006 and watching oh, Chuck, okay. Chuck so Lavelle. I, but I really didn't Did know he just say Chuck Lavelle. Chuck Lavelle. Oh, you know, Gene uh, Chuck, Chuck Lavelle. Gene, Gene Simmons. Um, no, no um, so I knew of it, but I, I couldn't have told you like what a guard was, who was on top, who was on bottom, what the position. I couldn't have told you the most basic thing in the world. Now, which one of them is the guard here? I can't tell which one of them is, is he the guard or is it? I can't tell. Like that, pretty much like that. I never had that conversation, probably, because I like would never even put any thought into it. It was completely off my radar until 2013. We used to get together and watch out in Shepherdsville, watch all of the Pride Fighting Championships with uh, Bruce Ferguson's cousin. Yeah, she had like this hacked satellite box, 
And this was like this was a long time ago. Wow. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and out her. What was her name? Uh, she actually just recently passed away. So. Oh wow. Yeah, she's uh she was a great person, very good friend. And we watched I watched hundreds. Way to bring us down, Kelly. Yeah. You fucking dick. Yeah, I was trying to keep God, Jesus what a cheat. <laughs> fucking conversation went south yeah. faster than his hairline. Right. Oh, got him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, no, I, I've got one of those boxes now, and I use it. I can see every single BKFC. I can see all the UFCs. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they're all free right there on the box, man. Her driveway was across the street from the satellite company, so the trucks used to use her driveway. And in return, they had this little thing that looked like a credit card. Oh, she yeah, yeah. put it in their satellite Plug box it, yeah. back in the day, mm-hmm. and it hacked it. And we used to watch all of the prides back in the day. And, yep. That's uh, pretty The cool. jungle fights. The, uh, what was the one? Cage Rage or whatever it was. Yeah, Cage Rage. England. King of the Cage. Uh, and oh, all, that all those. The, yeah. They always had some crazy name because they were fighting at some Indian casino. Wet and wild. So what, yeah. you know, what was the year you guys first sat, sat down and watched an MMA fight? For each of you, what year approximately? On TV or whatever, like ninety four, ninety four. Okay, yeah, I'd say um, I was probably like ninety five, maybe, because the UFC came out in ninety four, and they did like a pay per view event, but they also uh, like filmed it and then put it on video, cassette video, where I could go to the store and and rent it. And it was, I'd say, it was probably ninety five when I rented it. I watched. I went to school at Moore with Mike Thomas. Okay. Who is the wrestling coach at Moore High School now? Yep. yep. And he's also trained and fought MMA as well. One and O or two and O or something. Yeah, yep, we yeah. fought. We actually fought the same night. Me, him, and his brother. We all grew up together. Yeah, Tony. We yeah. all we all fought. Like we all wrestled. We were the most, few of us that took it really serious. So we did like a lot of extra fundraisers. Went to a bunch of extra camps. Worked a lot of stuff because we had really small numbers for our wrestling team. So a few of us took it really serious and. So, anyways, I grew up with them, and we all got together when the the VHS tape came out and watched it. Very and, cool. Uh, so, yeah, it was like 94, 95. When was the first UFC? October 93? Yeah. Something is that right? Like that, yeah. Okay, or November or something. Not, but it was 93, so you were a year after that. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, once it came out or whatever, I remember Mike watching it with Mike and Tony and uh, a couple other dudes, and we watched the – it was like, well, that's crazy. People saying things like, why is that guy on the ground letting that man in between his legs? What, is he queer? (laughs) (laughs) Was that sad? No, because, I mean, I I had already had some, like, Nawaza training. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, so I kind of knew a little bit, and and they were obviously wrestlers and knew some stuff, too. We had been to some Russ Hellickson camps and some, um, like, Mark Coleman camps and stuff up at Ohio State. So for the wrestling, you guys had the wrestling down, but But, you actually had done some Nawaza with some, like, You say Nuwaza, you're associating it with um, traditional martial arts that are not judo. Well, judo, the, judo, like, you know, the ground fighting portion of it is Nuwaza. But so you had done some judo at that point? Absolutely. Oh, okay, so that's, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, it was a long time ago. I mean, like, right at the beginning when I started watching it, like, 94, 95. Um, then when I got to college, um, we shared our wrestling room with the judo team. At the college. Mm. What college so, was it? Cumberland College. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was pretty hey, legit. Ju- follow along here. Follow along. <laughs> it was a pretty legit ju- judo program there? Yeah, and the wrestling program then, because it had just started, um, they got a team in 97 or 98. I went in 99, and they just, like, they were getting all the studs. I couldn't even believe I got a scholarship. It was the only school in Kentucky that had a wrestling team at that point. 
Mm. Um, so, like, to even get a scholarship was, like, mind-blowing to me. How long did you go there? Uh, two years. Then I got kicked out. Legal trouble. Remember we talked about that earlier. I'm not digging into it. Um, but, yeah, so we – and then after that, that's when the training started. But there were some judo guys, and we would stay after – and just work some extra conditioning stuff with them. And then I had known some of the stuff, so started working with them a little bit more too and then just fell in love from there. Pretty cool. Yeah. But I wasn't that good, but I was been, I've been around a long time. You know, like not – I never was that great. Good enough to kick Brandon's ass at steel. Yeah. Armor, armor combat. combat yeah, yeah, I knew where you were going with it. That, not a good delivery. It was a good line, it was, but it I wasn't a good delivery. Brandon, you want to reverse it and say, you may, may want to take that one home, throw it away. Yeah. See, here's the yeah, reason yeah, yeah. why. Toss it out. Because he calls it Armored Combat, and then he shows me a new banner that he got today, and it says Louisville Royals Steel Fighting. Well, that's my team, though. Uh, let's see, see. You see where the confusion came from. Your fucking banner doesn't say what you want people to say. Ah. So, like, what do you want people well, to call it? Well, it's like, it? uh, you know I mean, it's like saying whatever. you do UFC. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bro, do you LARP? You yeah, know. the LARPing. I get the LARP a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Kelly said that he would come do it if it was LARPing. but I, I'd be down for, like, attending a furries convention. Yeah, that that's what any, he's really does, does, that, does that have anything to do with it? Very similar, yes. Okay, okay. Very similar. <laughs> we're, we're furries, but with steel. My wife would not be happy if I tried to do that. But if I think if I were single... I'd be down for trying to actually go to a furries convention, see what's up. What kind of animal would you be? I don't know. A golden doodle. What, what would be? <laughs> what would be your persona? I don't know about that. I, I'd be curious to know how common it is for them to be banging each other. I'm curious about oh, that. I, I think that's a hundred percent of the time. Right. That's, that's the purpose of yeah. the thing, just right? Swinging? But I got into one of the groups. Uh, I've told this story. Have I told you this story? Yeah. About being a. Uh, no, no. I, I On Facebook in like 2016, I added myself and a bunch of my friends to some furry convention group. So they were going to have something in Dallas. All the furries from all across the United States were going to go. I added a bunch of the guys I trained with <laughs> to this group. We all started pretending like we were so excited to go, commenting, you know. And I, re I was reading all the posts and stuff, and I was trying to make comments, you know, and see... And I didn't get, like, I don't know. Some people do, at least, they at least deny that they're just banging each other. I think they're all just banging each other. Which pretty is sure cool. That, I'm pretty sure that's the point. Either that or they're banging themselves inside the suit. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. I've never been to one, but. I never have either. But imagine the vibe is. A little weird. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Like, probably, how do you wash those things? I'd be like a mom. Like, how do you. That's I made a, a post. Cleaner, I remember or? I made a post in the group like, "Hey guys, I got some, you know, some splooge in my <laughs> costume. What do you guys recommend?" Yeah, like how do you get that? Out? What do you guys <laughs> recommend? I got no body. No, but they must have known I was fake. You know? <laughs> it's like, how do I get this out of my helmet? <laughs> <laughs> my buddy Ralph over here accidentally came all over my head. <laughs> My first suit has a hole in the mouth, right? I think, so. I, had, I, think I had sex with the Chick Fil A cow. This is <laughs> Eat more chicken. It says yeah. <laughs> not the heifers from the bank. Different ones. You know? Different yeah, not ones. those bad bitches. Not the PNC bank. <laughs> <laughs> not the PNC heifers. No, different ones. Jesus. PNC, I love you. Uh, fuck fifth third. You really? 
Yeah. Look, I'm thing. just going to say this. I'm not trusting any bank with my money that doesn't even know how to do fractions. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if you if you can't get your fractions right, you're right off the bat. Dollars. Yeah, like yeah. That tells me right there. Like, And then they even brag about it. They're like, we're a fifth third better. Like, yep. yep. Like, that's not a real thing. So you're not better. Yeah, not getting my money. How would you write that in decimal form? I don't know. That'd be one point something. Because no. they're five, three, they're two. Yeah, but see, we're not even doing that. It's fucking stupid. That's yeah. the whole point. So yeah, then you're I right. get my money. You're right. So yeah, love PNC. Fuck fifth third. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. And stockyard sounds racist. <laughs> I don't know if it is or not, but it just to me sounds racist. A little off. Yeah. Speaking of racists, happy, <laughs> <laughs> happy you happy you mentioned that. Um, wasn't there some? Uh, MMA or at least boxing events at the like Pendennis Club. <laughs> yes, there were. Yes. Yeah, absolutely, there were. Okay, refresh our <laughs> listeners. How? What's the deal there? <laughs> you want to tell them what the Pendennis Club even is? No, uh, you go ahead, bud. I'm good. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. so never heard of it. This is lore to me. This the, is all I know. Oh, really? This, yeah, sure. you just take it lying. This is Frank Duke's moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I mean, this shit really happened, man. Yeah. So More than once. Yeah, so uh, my my extent of anything there was I worked for a business. So you were involved. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, trying to just come right out. I've been inside the building, uh, but I worked for a fitness company where we would uh, deliver and maintain fitness equipment, and the Pendennis Club was one of the customers for this place. And so I went there with the guy who maintains their equipment. And I got to see what it is. And basically, it was like a country club in the city mm-hmm. for a bunch of really old white guys with a lot of money. They had, like, the dirtiest gym I've ever seen. They had, like, some little young chick in there giving these old hairy dudes massages and shit. Seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, no shit. Like, the staff was black. All black, that's what I've heard. The staff was black. And they had an entrance that the staff would go into so they weren't allowed to go through the the front yeah they weren't allowed to go through the front like everybody else they had to go in through the back in the quote-unquote employee entrance Mm. but all of their employees just happened to be people of color okay and uh now thus far thus far in your story i mean that's all like circumstantial right i mean we don't know that that was that were black people prohibited if they had enough money from like going in I wonder. Um, you know, I don't. I don't know really if it was exclusionary, okay. based on you know any of that. But just knowing what I know, you know, circumstantially on the surface, it it looked like the clientele were were of a, a certain of genre. Johns. A bunch of Papa John's. And, and then the help were also of a different demographic. Interesting. And so, why I had heard about this not from you. So obviously, that's what people are saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 This is firsthand. I, yeah. I'd like to know, like, what what we know about them actually saying, you know. I, I would like to book a show at the Pendennis Club. <laughs> so I would just like to say that the Pendennis Club is great. They not racist. They condone racism. Um, as a matter of fact, they are the highest of equal opportunity employers. <laughs> Affirmative action. Um, yes. No, they don't. They do it out of the goodwill. They don't even have oh. to have a group tell them. Oh, wow. They have yes. all nice black staff. Yes. They don't have diversity. Out of the love of their hearts. Oh. They do it for the right reason, too. Yes. Wow. So Pendennis Club... 
Do they ever do they ever do comedy there? I don't know, but we're going to find out after this because I'm going to show them what pieces of shit you all are. <laughs> they may not be guys. racist. I, you know, I'm sure there's cases of people being called racist when I it's based on nothing. I think they all think it PNC. Too. I'm just reporting my observation. <laughs> Stockyards. <laughs> I, I actually cornered a fighter there. Um, it's it's Stockyards? Yeah. At Pendennis. Yeah, at the Pendennis Club. Yeah. What was your experience? Uh, it was pretty much the same. The That's same pretty, experience, yeah. yeah. So there was up. black people working there? I did there? not see um, anyone giving any rubby tuggies like Brandon did. I did not. Yeah. I, I didn't go yeah. into the massage. Well, this guy was face it down is, on the milking table, so I didn't see anything. So it was more she was doing things to him from if you If you Google that. Or was there two holes? One there, may, the there, may have been, there may or may not have been another young lady under the table. <laughs> wow. I did not see any of that. I just saw a bunch of old white people cheering as people punched each other in the face. Any black people fight, do you remember? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. I was going to ask you about that because what I heard, and I don't know if this is true because I never attended any of the MMA events there, but I heard that the majority of the fights were set up to be Caucasians against blacks versus wow. African-Americans. You know, I, so the- I can say, like, I didn't really, like... Was the fighter that, that you the fighter that you took there? Was he white or black? Was he, he was a black a or white guy? He was a white, white guy. guy. Was he? Do you remember who he fought? Yeah, he fought a black dude. Ooh. Was the crowd cheering for your fighter or booing? Remember that? I don't really remember. You know how it is when you're working a corner. You're not I don't really know. I think I would know if everybody was booing when my so fighter punched into someone. The fight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Brandon, what are you trying to suggest? Here? I'm just I'm, that he was ignoring the fact that the black fighter was booed. I'm thinking maybe, maybe <laughs> no. I'm just saying maybe he's blinded by his privilege. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look, all I know is that the black fighter won. Okay, your guy they, lost, and he got a title and a coat to work in the kitchen. That's all. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it yeah, all it checked was, out it, to you. Yeah, I didn't even think about it at the time. But, you know, in hindsight, yeah, maybe it was a little strange. No, it, it did seem like a very weird. It's a very weird place like it's a very country club vibe uh social club i think is the way they like to but a very country club vibe inside the city without golf and everything it's just a place for them to have events and stuff now. yeah interesting. i've heard about other events they do there too mm. um furry conventions and stuff <laughs> look you've got his interest now no. you've piqued his interest his eyebrows i just want to know how much they are actually you know banging each other i have heard they do swinger parties there Seriously, oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they do. When I when I met my wife, um, one of the first things she said to me was, apparently she'd met multiple American guys who were like into swing and trying to get her to like swing, and she's like, I'm not into swing. You haven't tried yet. One of the first things she said to me was, I'm not into swinging, not in no swinging, and I was like, what the fuck, you know? I don't you know, almost, <laughs> so he, he, weird he's like, it's, yeah, 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 it's like it's so weird, but he's putting like, the pineapple oh, back, you yeah, know? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> he, takes, oh, I, he takes his furry helmet off, like, okay, fine. <laughs> I wasn't into that anyways. <laughs> Wait, why would you? Th- that's so weird. So now, through the rest of our uh, relationship, I've always, anytime she says like, I have an idea or something, I'm always like. She said, I have an idea. You know, I don't think we, I mean, we should. I was doing it on vacation yeah, in Mexico, yeah. in Cancun. I don't think we need to. I know we're on vacation, but I don't think we need to start swinging. Not now. Stuff Now's like not that. the yeah, time. Yeah. Now's not like the time. That. So it comes up all the time. Yeah. If you, if you want to use me as part of the joke, you're more than welcome. You know, I'll just, I'll allow you to do that and be like, hey. <laughs> okay yeah, yeah, to yeah. Get it real, a little bit more uh, yeah make her real uncomfortable around me you just make her like 
What the fuck? And I'll, She'll of course, come home I'm one day and you and I sure are you just... you do that on your own. <laughs> <laughs> She'll come home one day and you and I are just sitting in the bed alone. Yeah. <laughs> Shirts get, off. That'll get her. Again? <laughs> Again. I am not condoning this activity. Uh, that's not gay if it's a three-way, right? She's in the bathroom brushing her teeth. Me and him are still yeah, doing our thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's what it is, you know? <laughs> what, have you ever interacted with Daryl Ray? <laughs> I love that segue. That's great. <laughs> yeah, that's a, Speaking of. Yeah, speak, uh, I mean, other than getting an unsolicited dick pic, no. You know, like other than yeah. that, you know. You received. I've, I've actually, no, I haven't really. I'll just see the post about it. Kelly you know? puts them out. He, said, he's, he sells them on PayPal. I think I judged one of his fights somewhere in some podunk ass place i don't remember um how was his name eddie something great big dude used to run shows ed trotter oh okay. trotter's legacy or something yeah i think he something fought like at an ed trotter show that i was judging or cornering somebody or something it was dobu sutai victorious i don't remember it was like it was just one of them five i don't, I don't I'm remember a, if i'm I was gonna go out on a limb I, was cornering. I don't think so i'm gonna guess no yeah, he Just guess. Broke somebody's face, I think. Oh, he man, I made him the coolest fucking cover photo. I wish I would have saved it. It was like him flashing a bunch of ones. Like, acting like it's just like so it. much fucking He's got like five money. Facebook accounts. Yeah. That, um, you know, he lost the password to it or says something. Patrick Kelly. Yes, yes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, Daryl has like five. I honestly have, over the years, I've brought about five too. <laughs> but 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 Daryl has five that are like all the same active. thing. Yeah, well they're not all active. Him with a Pikachu. They're just like different <laughs> stages of that. I think he loses his password or something and then goes back and you know That's where his furry stuff comes from is the Pikachu, the Pikachu videos. Yeah. He wants to be in the Daryl's Pikachu. always fucking the Pikachu oh, in his videos. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> trying to get a Pikachu. <laughs> Pika Pika. Uh what do you that's think? My only interaction with him, though. Oh, that's. I'm sorry. Well, I don't know. Like, I guess I'm grateful for the experience I of Daryl. You no, know, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. I one of the 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 heel turns I witnessed was I was sitting. We were recording downstairs again. My friend Paul Maskey was on with me and Jenny Badillo. <laughs> and prior to this, Daryl had never come clean about doing any gay stuff. <laughs> Paul drinks like a fucking fifth of whiskey, and he just keeps going. Daryl, you fucking yeah. Just, at, just, just hammer drunk. Would you though? Would, just asking him basically over and over and over again if he'd bang a dude or if he has. <laughs> and then about halfway through the episode, he's like, "Yeah, I, you know, I, yeah." It just came clean with the whole. And then since then, <laughs> since then, he has flown the bisexual thing like a fucking champ. <laughs> it's been one of the greatest things I've ever witnessed is how he embraced. Oh, yeah, I'd bang it. Like, I remember what he was saying about, like, Corey Holbrook and shit. Yes. He'll just find, like, attractive dudes, comment, like, I'd fuck you. <laughs> I'm like, he was great before this angle. Yeah. And this just took it to a whole new level. I mean, he's it's a, difficult to top that. He's a whole other kind of storm. He's like, <laughs> he's something hey. else, man. I, I How don't much know, of it do you think is an act? How much of it do you think is real? Kelly knows him better than, than any of us, so. What do you think, Kelly? Do you think How it's like of, do you think it's like 70-30? Do you think he's 100% like I mean, uh, to a degree when I talk to you guys, I'm trying to present myself in a certain way. So sure. I, I, it's an act. So Same like, with him. So when you're on the mats and being a pussy is just an act. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. I want to trick fun. everyone into thinking I'm a pussy. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um no, so I, I think that's who he is. 
Wow. Now, obviously, he's being wild, and he I think, yeah, I think he hams it up to. He hams degree. it up. He 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 does. But I think uh, <laughs> think there there's something off about him too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I definitely think there's something. He off. also said on one podcast interview I did with him that he was sexually abused as a kid. Came clean with that. <laughs> I believe that. He I came clean it. with that. You know, Makes he's very open. Why. All the dots would add up. <laughs> if you go back and stuffed animals, you know what I if mean. If you go back and listen to it, <laughs> if you go back and listen to it, the episode it was like this. I forget. We we're talking. I did an entire political episode with him. I need to do it again. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah. I can imagine that, that shit show. God damn. <laughs> He's got some pretty solid opinions. <laughs> um, but he he said he said something about Hitler, and he was like, you know, Hitler did this and this. Now and hear this. me out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, he wasn't. I'm defending. not racist. <laughs> but no, he wasn't defending Hitler. But he did take it into a. And you know why Hitler did that is because he was sexually abused. You know how I know? Because I was also sexually abused. Uh, so I think he said it, by one man and two women. So he's comparing himself to Hitler. Yeah, in that way, I think. Something like that. Gotcha. Heck yeah. of an episode. <laughs> you guys should continue to put that guy on a pedestal. That's, uh, we we lost our viewer. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. <laughs> it's entertaining. I mean, for me at least. Yeah, I'm not making a fuckload of money from this podcast. My, I better be having fucking fun. My uh, friend Rocky El Paso... Okay. Yep. Yeah, he did the uh, Avery thing last time it was on or whatever, and he so he told me he was doing it, and I was like, "Have you met Daryl Ray yet?" And he's like, "No, but I keep hearing about him. I can't wait." And I was like, <laughs> "Just wait, it's coming." Like if you're starting to run in that group now, you're going to run into Daryl Ray. Like when he sends you a dick pic, that's when you know you've made it. Yep. Yep. I only got it secondhand. Kelly forwarded it to me. He doesn't mind. He likes it. You know the the funny thing. Is, the, the funny thing is, is the Ko Butler pick. Have you seen the Ko Ko Butler's from like Cleveland, Ohio? I think he's a one in one pro MMA fighter. Real nice guy. Real funny. Ko yeah. Oh yeah. He's hilarious. Shit. He's very comfortable letting everyone know he's got a huge, fucking huge dick. And so he's got a picture out there letting everybody know. He sent it to me and said. Pass this around or something like that. <laughs> and so now there's this spliced up picture. Penis propaganda. <laughs> Share this to the masses. And so there's this picture of Daryl Ray, very modest, you know. <laughs> very white, modest, average, average white, white man, guy. Average white man, very modest penis. Next to the, the K.O. Butler giant black dick. And he put these two next to each other. And they both, I'm in a group chat with both of them. They both love it. It's like a book. It's like a bad gas station dick pill ad like the before and after. Yeah, it could yeah. be this. <laughs> like, wait, what? How does that work? It's entertaining. And Daryl disappears <sighs> for a while. Right now, he's off social media entirely. But he'll come back and he'll it's jail. He'll make a splash. No, actually, it's not. It's not. I don't. You I know, I've meds. actually. I don't think he's like done time. Maybe he's been locked up once or something. You know, like a. I call bullshit on that one. You think so? Yeah. Hell yeah. Dude works in a strip club. He's gotten in some scrapes there, for sure. Yeah, especially that strip club. Has anybody ever been to that strip club? I visited him, Dusty Stingle, and I visited that club. Yeah. Oh my God, this is how that story started with home. Oh, what? They they start messaging me wanting to know if I want to go to a strip club. I just happened to be in Florida at the time. 
And he messages me. He's like, "Hey, you want to go to a strip club?" And I was like, "No, nah, man, I'm in Florida. Sorry, His can't wife do it." Getting pissed off. At yeah, him. she's getting mad because I'm like texting my friends on vacation and shit, you know. <laughs> and uh, Dusty, and I <coughs> drove to. I ended up, yeah, I ended up texting Dusty Stingle, and I was like, "Yo, bro, you, you want to go to a strip club?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I messaged okay. him, and I was like, "You want to go to a strip club with Kelly Patrick?" And he was like, "Fuck yeah, bro." <laughs> So I hooked them up, and Dusty comes and picks Kelly up, and then they go to the strip club and start sending me these pictures of in them, Florence like Florence or wherever it is. Yep, Northern Kentucky. Yeah, and they start sending me these pictures while I'm in Florida of like these these strippers, like all bent over in their faces and stuff, and they're all just standing there smiling, like yeah. You know? <laughs> we got some good pictures. <laughs> There's a, if you look in the pictures. Kelly Patrick Show group and you go to the. There's a photos, like photo tab, album yeah. section. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple good ones in there. It was it was fun. We weren't there that long. I thought a dank-ass strip club. I thought I had it's hit. It's been a long time, but that was a pretty dank-ass strip club then. Cool. I thought I had hit it off with one of the dancers and was messaging with her about a week later, and she asked me if she could borrow like $300. <laughs> That's pretty typical, though, people messaging you asking for money, though, right? Yeah, that John Johnson guy did. Yeah. Yeah, it's happened more than once. Actually, Don I've had Johnson mo- like Miami Vice. <laughs> no, 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 some John Johnson fighter oh, from John Bo- Bowling Green. I think he's had a couple of amateur fights. I've had like three or four people just randomly message me, like, "Hey, Kelly, how you doing, man?" I'm like, "Good." Hey, I've had some tough times. You know, could I borrow a couple hundred dollars? I'm always like, "What in the fuck?" You know. Yeah. Fuck, I look like PNC back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do I look like a bunch of old fat judgy bitches? <laughs> In the one time I, I did a podcast, basically calling this one dude out for it, right? <laughs> Were you involved with that, Brandon? I don't know, was I? Yeah, John Johnson called, uh, messaged me asking. I think I was doing a podcast. Like, I look at my phone, I'm like, what the fuck? Start looking at his profile. I'm like, this guy just messaged me asking me for $200. Oh, yeah, yeah. John, yeah. And I start listing his name, and then, like, people start <laughs> making, like, you know, posters like saying we're gonna fight each other, and he ended up. Uh, he seems pretty nice. He ended up messaging me like we had a. We ended up having. A, he seems like he seemed nice. He paid me back. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't paid me back yet, but he started a payment plan. Restitution. That's good shit. Good stuff. Um, so you know, I feel like we've covered a lot of very intellectual topics. Yes. Today. Yeah, it's been. Very, very intellectual. More intellectual than I expected. So. Very stimulating. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate Thank you. the professionalism. Yes, intellectually stimulating. Yes. And sexually at times. It's doing something for you sexually? Well, when, when we were back talking about the cum and the furry stuff, you know, they, they <laughs> the got, me, got, me a little, got me a little roused. <laughs> for there. a second, you're like, hey, that sounds exciting. It did, yeah, it sounded like a good time, man. Not going to lie. Guess not my thing. <laughs> not, not, not really my thing. Believe it or not. Fucking yeah. animals, not my... Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I, I go the metal route when I'm. That's really what I'm doing in there, in my armor combat thing. That's why I wear the metal cup, mm, even when you grapple. Just so you can't see. Do you wear a cup in jujitsu? Fuck yes. Do I was you? gonna say I always did. I'm wearing a cup yeah. right now. No, you're not. I just wanted you to look at my dick. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. I did look down. He, he looked. He yeah. looked. Yeah. <laughs> you do wear a cup always in jujitsu. Yes. Okay. Yep. I always did. I always wear a mouthpiece, not a cup, for whatever reason. I don't know why. An armbar one day changed my fucking attitude. Yes, sir. On it. Yeah, 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 man. You go to use your hips as a fulcrum, and you catch the boys in there. Yep. 
Mm. And you get a little extra leverage with it too. If you you do, I I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're cranking on one. Oh yeah. It, it, it's there. It's um, It's not you know flimsy. It's yeah. solid. Yeah. The worst is when you forget your cup. You go for the arm bar, and the opponent's arm splits your boys, and then rolls over one. Yep. Ooh. And the elbow turns. Yeah, yeah, and it rolls over. right over that ball, like like kind of like a rolling pin. Yeah. It's a brutal one. Yeah. Not good. What's your worst experience so far with jujitsu? Like, have you had anybody sweat drip in your mouth yet? Mm. Yeah. My worst experience, um, I've went out probably like five times. I don't know why I fucking don't tap in time. So that's worse than the time that I humped your face? <laughs> no, that was a highlight. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> There's a video of Brandon, pin, you know, got like topside control and then went to mount. And Were you going to say hum- pin or penetrate? A little of both. Like Brandon kind of pin. He went to side mount. <laughs> there was maybe a little penetration for a second, a, yeah. but then we were like, you know, there's a camera. Let's yeah, back it up a little bit. We don't want to violate community standards. Worst thing, oh, my worst thing is I was doing wrestling rounds with my friend Paul Maskey, Cinco de Mayo 2018 yep. or something. Yep, I remember that. And I snapped his leg. Yeah. And that was so disturbing. Yeah. That sucks. You ever What's, done that? What the fuck do you do, Paul Harris? A crippled pig. No, I was trying to like doing like a uh, like a hip throw type takedown thing, and, and he stopped. was fighting it, and it just went it just went to, and I heard crack, and it was ah, and he's like on the ground screaming, and he's a cop. We're in J Town, you know, and then he had to take like six months off work. It was it was a shitty deal. I felt bad. Yeah. Did you did you help him out anyway? Did you? Did you loan him money or just random <laughs> strangers? <laughs> no, but I no, I was picking him up and bringing him to Planet Fitness. Okay, to try to do some rehab type, you know. Yeah. So I was doing shit with him. As okay. I hear that's where all the best orthopedic surgeons send their people. <laughs> <laughs> right, Fitness. they all hang out yeah. out there just waiting for customers to yeah. come in. Okay, it's great. That was my most disturbing. What about you, Chris? Yeah. Uh, the worst, like as far as debilitating to me, was. I got a hole in my eardrum, my left ear. I'm almost completely deaf, right? Mm. And uh, I can't get any water in my ear. So when I take showers or swim or anything, I got to wear earplugs. Mm. Somebody, a shrimp, and and a drop of sweat went right down into my (laughs) ear hole. Mm. And uh, it ended up causing this major infection on the inside of, like, my head. I had to get a spinal tap and everything. They Jeez. thought I had oh, spinal shit. meningitis and everything. So I had to get wow. a They thought you had viral meningitis? Yeah. Or, so, so I had viral at one point, meningitis. I had to give a pick line IV put in. Damn. For like three straight weeks, even at home, a home nurse would have to come. Put antibiotics. Wow. Yeah. Because I couldn't even sit up or anything. My equilibrium was so fucked. I think I that means that would have been bacterial Spinal meningitis, I think. Yeah, whatever it was, a, it was some kind of spinal meningitis. But you, at the time, they were probably saying stuff like, eh, you might die. Yeah, yeah, there was definitely that. Damn. You could be paralyzed and... From sweat in your ear. From sweat in my ear. Fuck. Yeah. Want to mention... Shout out, shout out Michael Biggs. <laughs> that's Michael what I Biggs is the fucker that dripped <laughs> his sweat in my ear. <laughs> and you're pretty sure that's what caused it. A hundred percent. I knew it exactly. Because I could feel it go in. I'm like, oh, fuck. That doesn't feel good. Yeah. And Damn. I, yeah, that was a bad one. Ooh. Um, so there was that one. Um, that was probably the worst, though. Oof. Sounds pretty shitty. Yeah. yeah it was, there was a match against... Uh, we went to this new judo school. Me and Josh Angel went to this new judo school. 
it wasn't a new school, but it was new to us. So I'm like, just sandbag. We don't know shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. let's go in. We don't know shit. Let's try to get along. Check out a, get along with people. Yeah, just get get a class in, see what it's like. You know what I mean? Just sandbag. You don't know shit. You've never right. trained anything. Don't say a word, you know? So we get going through the stuff, and the instructor was Michael Lynn. I don't know if you know him. He's a Asian guy lives in Louisville. Yeah, he's like a – that was a good guess. Do you know him? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've, met, I've met him. Okay. Yep. Yep. The Pendennis Club. <laughs> I think just because uh, – uh, No, well, he's he's like I'm, an eight-time yeah, Kentucky State is, yep. judo champion. Yeah, yeah, like okay. Black belt division. He's a monster. Yeah. He's fucking incredible. You think I just heard the last name was Lynn? Oh, Asian. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. You're like Michael no, Lynn, oh, I do, Asian, I do know who like, he is, yeah. Uh, he's a monster. He's like super legit. He was I think a, I'm Facebook friends with him collegiate like uh champion up in new york he's legit legit so we, we get ready to go at the they've shown technique and stuff and i guess he could tell like we were full of shit right and so we're pairing he's pairing us up and there's him and another black belt instructor so he gets to josh he's like josh you and matt the other instructor and he's like can you i'll roll with you you know and it's like like full rondori you know what i mean so we're we're going. So Josh gets beat by Matt. And uh, so I'm like, fuck, I don't want to get embarrassed by this dude, right? Like, he's a left-handed, first of all. So in judo, that fucks you all up if somebody's left-handed. Mm. Doesn't happen that often. Everything's different. Fighting grips is different. So I'm already noticing he's left-handed. So, like, I got to get the upper hand on this dude somehow, right? So he's like, uh, Matt is officiating this one. And uh, he tells us to start, and I just let out the biggest kiai you've ever heard in your life, like right in his face, which is like so against Japanese like etiquette. etiquette you know what I mean? And I'm like, inner Miyamoto Musashi. It's my Musashi moment where I showed up late. You know what I mean? And all the little things, just try to get in this dude's head. So I, in his face, let out the loudest kiai you've ever heard in your life, right? And then... uh. I think it was into an Osoto Gari. I don't, I don't remember what I hit. I hit something and got a takedown, but it wasn't enough for an Epon. So we had to keep going. And uh, we had like the most epic fucking 20 minute battle you've ever seen in your life. Like now I'm like, I didn't make myself look like an asshole and key eyed this fucking dude, right? Like there's, I can't lose. Right? Yeah, okay. So my ego's in the way. I can't fucking lose now. I look like an asshole. And he's like, there's no fucking way I'm going to lose to this dude on his first fucking day in my fucking school. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So then we just, we have this epic fucking battle. And uh, I got, I finally, I'm at the end. I got him laid out. I'm like trying to get this arm bar. He's got his arm turned just enough. And uh, I had to tap out because I was about to puke. Mm. And, uh, so I, so I, I tap, right? I'm like about to finish this arm bar. And I tap out and I jump up. And the second I jumped up, like going from the ground to standing, it just fucking hit me. And I blew what? chunks everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> on him? On him? Oh, no, no. I've, I managed to turn and not hit him or the mats. Um, <laughs> fucking sprayed the class. This poor kid's like, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, oh, I sprayed it everywhere. That's funny. Uh, That's a good one. 
Yeah. I threw up at Griffin's once in front of everybody. I get over there and like Griffin blows me up, you know. Oh yeah, Brandon's been a professional fighter for so long, <laughs> blah 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 blah. Man, I hadn't trained him forever. I was fat as fuck. It was the first time coming into training, God knows how long. And he's like, All right, Brandon, you can go with this guy and he gives me like this young, tough, bad motherfucker. And then we go a couple of rounds and by the end of like the third round I'm over there like, hang on a second, hang on a second. And I go over to the corner and I'm like, Yeah, that's definitely happened. And just throw up like <laughs> off the mat in the parking lot. And then Chris is over there taking up for me, like, well, Brandon ate sushi on the way in here. It's probably a bad idea. <laughs> I appreciate you trying to save face there, man. But So that that's your most embarrassing moment in jiu-jitsu or Um I mean I've I've had some I've had some pretty embarrassing moments. I say the the one I felt the worst about was uh, I actually injured my wife by accident once. You know, we I were think rolling I've heard around. You say that. Yeah. yeah, we were rolling around and I got her in a Kimura and I didn't feel like I was applying any pressure to it at all. <laughs> oh my God. You know? Oh my God. <laughs> just like oh rip my your wife's shoulder out. Like yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah. Like I just, I, I felt like it, it was fine, you know? And then I just go to take her arm around her back and then next thing you know, she's like biting a plug out of my thigh. <laughs> And which of course makes me jerk away from her while I've still got the grip, oh, which probably Jesus made Christ. it worse. Yeah. But, um, yeah, she, she, yeah, I felt that's probably the worst I've ever felt because I've, <laughs> you know, I've never, I've never like accidentally injured anybody else. So, you know, I guess that would take the cake. After we're done recording, remind me, I got a story to tell you guys, not on air, but remind me. Um, so was she pissed off at you? Oh, yes. She still is to this day. Yes, she's still <laughs> upset with me now. If she were listening to this podcast, she'd be making comments right now. So, yeah, good times. I was doing some jujitsu with my wife a couple months ago. You're just messing around with her in the pool. Just like, you know, just like trying to grab her legs. And you see, right. Let me get this. You sell life insurance and you're doing <laughs> jujitsu in the pool with your wife. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds suspect. Yeah, like, uh, is this a ID network special right now or what is going on? Like, I was just, she was, first off, she initiated Bolt? it. She initiated it. She'll always start like oh, she's, going around. She's really just trying to give defense. him a hug. You know what yeah. I mean? Like <laughs> now he's building a defense. And then right, I, I, I got right a little, uh, grabbed her leg, and I was like trying to joke around, you know. And I held her underwater a little too. And then the <laughs> super, she got super pissed off, like I had tried to kill her. Yeah, the when she woke costume up, costume filled with water. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually at our second furries convention we had been to that month and it's like bitch you will swing you will swing. <laughs> that took a dark turn and on that note yeah we should probably yeah. wrap things up chris you mentioned earlier you do art you know, of course comedy what type of promos and plugs can you mention before we end the episode first of all uh when, when is this gonna post when is this gonna air? you know i may have it up tonight I, I think I'll be able to get it up tonight. Get your tickets. Uh, one said. of the things that I do uh, also is work with the Wu-Tang Clan. Um, Who? So the Wu-Tang Clan. Who is Everybody that? knows the Wu-Tang Never Clan heard of around. them. Cash rules everything around me. So I do a bunch of work with them. Cream. Do you really? Um, yeah, absolutely. So the tour with them, Nas and Busta Rhymes, starts on Tuesday in St. Louis. So oh, going across the country. So if you... Um, in any of the areas, check it out. Go check out that. Buy some tickets to that show. Um, actually, really unfortunate. I was supposed to be doing some hosting the after parties for them, and Live Nation had some issues and uh, pulled that off of there. But anyways, Damn. we got some big stuff coming. Check out Wu Tang Radio app in your app store, Wu Tang Radio dot com. Check us out on there. Um, and then follow me on social media, Chris Bowman FCC. 
Full Circle Comedy on Facebook. We do local shows all around Louisville and the region. We host and produce shows. So if you're looking for a special event, you got some kind of bachelor party or birthday party or something, you're looking for something different to do, um, I work with a whole bunch of comedians. We can get together and package a perfect show for your needs, your budget, your size, whatever you want to do. Um, anything from perfectly clean to wild, we can, We got comedians that can do everything in between. So uh, if you're looking for a comedian for any kind of special event, any kind of corporate parties, um, B&I events, PNC Bank. Furry comedians, conventions. Anything. <laughs> furry conventions. Uh, yeah, we can put together some kind of comedy That's package cool. for you. Thank you. I look into um, it. Yeah, we can even dress as a furry if you want me to. I'll tell jokes in a furry costume. But I want it to be clean humor. Very well. Yeah, I don't want the... Or custom shoes. I do custom shoes, so um, hit me up for custom shoes. That's a real thing as well. So i got a show coming, a case coming out on uh, Relative Justice. So check that out. (laughs) Uh, It's a very funny case on daytime tv the new season drops so we got an episode coming out in there so make sure you watch for that relative justice what what's that it's uh one of those cheesy daytime tv shows where they where people sue each other like oh like a okay. judge judy kind of oh thing. okay you're gonna be on it so yeah i had a case on the uh on the relative justice coming up so check you, that were out. you suing someone i was over some 2500 hundred dollar sneakers so wow yeah tune in for the dramatic conclusion of that one New season starts September 12th. I don't know when my episode is, but some shoes that I made for a, a very high rapper um, that got destroyed by someone. So I'm there suing for my $2,500 shoes. So make sure you check that out. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, Brandon, thanks for coming on the show again. Thanks for having me, man. As always, appreciate it. also want to thank everyone for tuning in to the Kelly Patrick Show. Of course, we will have another episode out soon.